please join in singing hymn number 293, God of Mercy and Compassion, number 293. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Dear brothers and sisters, let us humbly ask God our Father that he be pleased to bless with the abundance of his grace these ashes which we will put on our heads in penitence. O God, who are moved by acts of humility and respond with forgiveness to works of penance, lend your merciful ear to our prayers. And in your kindness, pour out the grace of your blessing on your servants who are marked with these ashes, that as they follow the Lenten observances, they may be worthy to come with minds made pure to celebrate the Paschal mystery of your Son. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth and the life, Lord of mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may begin with holy fasting this campaign of Christian service, so that as we take up battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with weapons of self-restraint. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. 
A reading from the prophet Joel. Now, now, it is the Lord who speaks. Come back to me with all your heart, fasting, weeping, mourning. Let your hearts be broken, not your garments torn. Turn to the Lord your God again, for he is all tenderness and compassion, slow to anger, rich in graciousness, and ready to relent. Who knows if he will not turn again, will not relent, will not leave a blessing as he passes, oblation and libation for the Lord your God. Sound the trumpet in Zion, order a fast, proclaim a solemn assembly, call the people together, summon the community, assemble the elders, gather the children, even the infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his bedroom and the bride her alcove. Between vestibule and altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, lament. Let them say, spare your people, Lord. Do not make your heritage a thing of shame, a byword for the nations. Why should it be said among the nations, where is their God? Then the Lord jealous on behalf of his land, took pity on his people. The word of the Lord. Have mercy on us, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness, in your compassion, Blot out my offence. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offences, truly I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor, sustain me. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We are ambassadors for Christ. It is as though God were appealing through us, and the appeal that we make in Christ's name is be reconciled to God. For our sake, God made the sinless one into sin, so that in him we might become the goodness of God. As his fellow workers, we beg you once again not to neglect the grace of God that you have received. For he says, at the favourable time I have listened to you. On the day of salvation I came to your help. Well, now is the favourable time. This is the day of salvation. The word of the Lord. 
pure heart create for me, O God, and give me again the joy of your help. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus said to his disciples, be careful not to parade your good deeds before men and women to attract their notice. By doing this, you will lose all reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give alms, do not have it trumpeted before you. This is what the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win men and women's admiration. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you give alms, your left hand must not know what your right is doing. Your almsgiving must be secret, and your father who sees all that's done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't imitate the hypocrites, for they love to say their prayers standing up in the synagogues and at the street corners for people to see them. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you pray, go to your private room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in that secret place, and your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. And when you fast, don't put on a gloomy look as the hypocrites do. They pull long faces to let men and women know they are fasting, I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that no one will know you are fasting, except your Father who sees all that's done in secret, and your Father who sees all that's done in secret will reward you. The Gospel of the Lord. The great English uh, poet T.S. Eliot uh, published many poems during his lifetime. Some of them will be known to you, even though you might think that you don't know any of them. The musical Cats, for instance, is based around the poems that he himself wrote. One of the most famous poems that he wrote was a poem called Ash Wednesday, which takes its name from this very day that we find ourselves here in the church. Eliot's poems or earlier poems are written uh, after the First World War. In his mind, the destruction and the mass loss of life changed everything. The world had changed, and it was impossible to see things in the same way as people had saw them previously. Paintings, novels, and poems were done differently. They sometimes had no shape, no form, sometimes no recognisable structure. They seemed obscure, as if to reflect the world that was disordered and in chaos. In this new world, many of these people said that there was little to believe in, certainly not the same things that people were so certain of before, before all this terrible destruction and loss of life. In this period, uh, Eliot himself lost his own faith, or whatever faith that he might have had, 
How could God allow all this destruction, he wondered. Where was God, and what was God at the end of the day, he asked. The poem Ash Wednesday marks his return to a religious faith and his entry into the Anglican Church, the Church of England. And in the poem itself, he explores a person who had no faith, or little faith, and of course then finds faith in God. And in the poem too, he explores a person who is spiritually barren, and how can he find hope in mankind's salvation amidst the dark forces of the world around about him? And the poem also explores the theme of renunciation, a key theme in Ash Wednesday and also in Lent itself. He deliberately names the poem Ash Wednesday to mark a beginning for himself. Ash Wednesday always has that feeling of something beginning anew. It marks the beginning of the church that the church recognises in its own personal journey echoing, of course, the 40 years that the Israelites spent in the desert searching for the promised land, echoing the 40 days that Jesus' temptations lasted in the desert, echoing the 40 days that we spend in preparation for Easter. In this day, Ash Wednesday, he found confirmation in his beginning once again of the journey towards God. That must begin, begin, that must be what Ash Wednesday is all about, where all are reminded of the spiritual journey, where we are all travellers, all on the same road, all pilgrims together. Like everyone in this Ash Wednesday, Elliot renewed his own personal commitment to that journey, a journey in which we search and find God, a journey in which we hope the answers to our deepest questions and yearnings will be responded to, a journey in which he himself found his own personal salvation in God amidst the darkness of the world that he knew all too well. In this journey, he himself would be committed to the idea of renunciation, self-denial, refusal to be mastered by sin, and he himself would wear those ashes that take on the sign of a penitent, serious about leaving an old way behind. Like Elliot, we too enter into this journey on this day. We remind ourselves that once again, we also are pilgrims in the great journey of faith. We too hope to find a new, new and deeper faith in these days. And we likewise commit ourselves to a spirit of self-denial to renounce things which very often bring death rather than life. <laughs> the journey of 40 days reflects the journey of a whole lifetime where we are travellers and we are weary pilgrims walking the highways of life with all its twists and turns. It's a journey in which we realise that we are never ever alone. We are fellow pilgrims along with us and of course our pilgrimage is towards God. We ourselves are like Eliot himself in the poem who discovers that his journey through life is really a journey of faith in which bidden or not bidden God is always present.
As the church begins Lent, we remember in prayer all our needs. For the church throughout the world, that it may experience Lent as a season of repentance and renewal, living out our baptismal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For a greater spirit of prayerfulness in our lives, spending time in prayer with God each day and coming closer to him. We pray to the Lord. For a spirit of self-denial and sacrifice that allows us to master sin in our lives. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for a care for the poor and needy, especially through our generosity towards them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all who are away from their faith, that through the season of Lent they may find their way back to Almighty God. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer that the virus spreading throughout the world may be contained, and for those who have contracted it, that they might get the help they need and so recover their health. We pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we ask you to make this Lent a time of self-denial and a time in which we come closer to you. Help us to be ready for Easter with minds and hearts renewed. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hymn number 139 is Bread, My Lord Comes to Me. Number 139.
We pray, Almighty God, that through sharing in this mystery, we may be cleansed of all our misdeeds and so be united for the remedies of your compassion. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for your holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, her Pope, Joseph, her Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. <coughs> Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who will live in vain forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Number six to eight, Soul of My Saviour.
And number 634, Sweetheart of Jesus, number 634. Let us pray. May the sacrament that we have received sustain us, O Lord, that our Lenten fast may be pleasing to you and be for us a healing remedy 
We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Just come to the distribution of ashes uh, and just ask you to come forward for that and just to leave quietly the church just after you've left it, after you've received it, so as not to disturb anyone else. Uh, and if, unlike myself, you've got plenty of hair, if you could just kind of part your hair just so that I'm not kind of in amongst it all. Uh, and uh, just to also say, uh, if you're going back to work or whatever, or you need to get away, please feel free to jump in the queue as well. So. Uh, it's probably uh, easier for you to. Uh, so, as I say, just once you've uh, received ashes, just to go quietly at the church. M number 413, lay your hands gently upon us. Five seven four peace perfect peace number five seven four. <laughs> 